Whenever we end up leaving this world and passing on into the next, we have to let go of everything. We have to say goodbye to everyone. And the more abundant a person's life is, the more they have to let go of. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz and this is Ascension Presents. Recently, I did an interview with a student. She was in a class on death and dying or grief and grieving and uh, she wanted to ask me some questions about my experience with accompanying people as they are dying. And one of her questions, she, she came up with her own questions. They're very, very well done, well, very well thought out. One of the questions was, in my experience, have I found that people who live a long and fulfilling life are more prepared or better prepared to die, that they're able to let go of their life more easily? I thought that's a great question. And the answer is, in my experience, no. That is not something that I've, I've found helps people say goodbye. I have not found that someone who's lived a long and fulfilling life is any more equipped or any better prepared for death on its own. As that one metric, that's not been a metric that I've ever recognized that actually makes it easier. Because in fact, those who have lived a long and fulfilling life have a lot to lose. Those who have lived a long and abundant, a life of abundance, have a lot to let go of. Whenever we end up leaving this world and passing on into the next, we have to let go of everything. We have to say goodbye to everyone. And the more abundant a person's life is, the more they have to let go of. The more love there's in a person, there is in a person's life, the more they have to lose when they, when they die. And so that metric alone, just a long and fulfilling life, are they better prepared to die? No, but I have found something that has been the case. That, because let me say it like this. I have found, um, truly, I know 15 year olds who have died, who as they approach their death, were so full of gratitude for the fact that they got to live for 15 years on this planet. They got to know who Jesus was on this planet. They got to know the love of God. They got to know the love of their family. They got to even experience the, the, the grace of redemptive suffering, or joining their sufferings to the sufferings in the cross of Jesus Christ. Again, I've known 15-year-olds who have died who are more grateful for having been able to live 15 years than I honestly have known 92, 94, 95-year-old people who have died and on their deathbed are full of resentment. Because as they're looking at their, the face of their great-grandchild, they realize that person, that great-grandchild of mine, has their whole life ahead of me and I have it all behind me. Actually, I know of uh, a great-great-grandfather who wouldn't even look at his newborn great-grandson because of that resentment. I have found that those people who have a lens that says, um, their lens says, nothing was owed to me. Those people who, who have a lens that they look at this world, they look at their life and they say, this whole thing, whether I lived for five years, for five, 15 years or 95 years, every one of those days, every one of those years, every one of the breaths I got to breathe, all of it was a gift. I was owed none of it. And this is, this is the thing, this is the difference that I found. Those of us who are tempted to believe that our life is owed to us, when we have to hand it back, we are not prepared. We are not ready. No matter how much of life we get, if we believe that life is owed to us, then we are not prepared to let it go. But those of us who believe that life is simply a gift, that I did not, I'm 46 years old, I did not deserve to live one day. That means that I was, I was I'm the recipient of 46 years worth of days that I didn't deserve. So if God were to say today, okay, it's gone, it's done. I have nothing else to say other than thank you because this is the big key too. Those who say, um, 
every day is a gift, also realize there's a giver of the gift. Versus those who say, they know I was owed all of this, that this is what I deserved. They have no one to thank. In fact, I was reading uh, this, this book, or, or actually it was an essay, and in it, he talked about the sin of ingratitude. And the sin of ingratitude, he said this, he said, in, the sin of ingratitude is the, one of the worst sins because revenge is returning evil for evil, but ingratitude is returning evil for good. I'll say it again. Revenge is returning evil for evil, but ingratitude is returning evil for good. That I received a gift and I'm ungrateful. I received a good and I'm ungrateful. And in, in being ungrateful and having ingratitude, I am returning evil for the good that was given to me. So I just, I just, I'm going to stop and, and realize, wait a second, have I lived my life with, through the lens of saying like, no, I, I was owed all these days. I was owed health. I was owed the ability to go to this school or have this job or have whatever, whatever the, whatever gift you want to single out in your life or I can single out in my life. What I can do is I can stop and I can ask the question, can I look at any one of those gifts and just see something that I was owed? Or can I also, on the other hand, look at every single thing in my life? Can you look at every single thing in your life and say, I was not owed any one of those things. They are all gifts, which means my entire life has been a gift. And if I'm not full of gratitude, then I am doing life wrong. <laughs> if I have this idea that God owes me even one more day of life, if he owes me another moment with the people I love, then I am doing life wrong. Now, this is the caveat. That's not to say that when life comes to an end, we don't grieve. We do grieve. As Catholic Christians, as Christians, we do grieve. Because why? Because we have hearts. Like we love. And to love is the potential to, lo to lose. And to really love, you know not just the potential, you know you are going to lose. We know we're going to lose everything we love. We know we're going to lose everyone we love. And so we grieve that loss because we have hearts that can be wounded. We have hearts that actually care about other people. We have hearts that care about the fact that we've been given a life. But we don't grieve like those who have no hope. This is what St. Paul says, right? We grieve, but we don't grieve like those who have no hope. So coming to the end of life, coming to the end of whether that be your life or my life, or the end of the lives of the people that we love, we can have two, one of two perspectives. One is that we were owed all of that and we are owed still more. Or the perspective is, I wasn't owed any one of those days. Every day that God gave me the ability and the possibility of loving that person, that was a gift. And now that it's over, yes, my heart is broken, but I am full of gratitude. Not only because I realized God brought that person into my life or he gave me life for this many days, for this many weeks or months, maybe even years. You were, you were the part of a love that, that you didn't deserve. Part of a life that I, you and I don't deserve. But also, in that heartbreak, in that grief, we also have hope. And what hope is that? Not only do we have gratitude, not only do we have gratitude, we also have hope. And the hope is in what? No, the hope is in who? It's in Jesus Christ, who conquered death and gives us the possibility that we don't simply look back over our lives and have gratitude. We don't look back over our lives and have resentment. We don't look back over our lives and have mourning. We also look forward. Even at the end of our lives, we look forward because we know that the Christ Jesus, who has conquered death, has also conquered death for us and for the people that we love. 
And so we have not only gratitude for the past and for the present, but we have hope for the future. That doesn't mean we don't grieve. It doesn't mean our hearts aren't broken, but they're broken in a unique way, in a way that's full of gratitude and in a way that's full of hope because it's a, it's a, it's a brokenheartedness that's full of Christ. From all of us here at Sense Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.